episode 110. 110. And this, we're going to recap, not your sermon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'll be a great, listen, it'll be a great episode because I love the series that we're in. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we are family and I was so excited about Charlie. He did such a good job. He's very gifted and really brought the text to life. So it was great. We're going to do a full breakdown, give him a grade, <laughs> rip the sermon apart. Exactly. <laughs> you know, make, see if we can get tears in his eyes. And, you know, no, never. Because the fir- first time he preached, because uh, that was the second time he's preached, right? Yeah. yeah. Second time at King's Chapel. At King's Chapel. Yeah. Yes. He's had quite a bit of experience, but mm-hmm. yeah, second time with us. Because first time he, he joined us on Casey Corner. That's that, right. I think that's when you were out of town. Exactly. So we, the, the two young bucks got the. Which was nice. Yeah, the boss is out of town episode. Yes, so, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so now the now the boss gets to critique. He's back now. in. Exactly. I'm going to make up for it. But but yes, anyway. he, he continued on the series. We are a family, and uh, with we are a family that worships, and talking about kind of what worship means uh, in our circle. Well, you know, um, let me back up and say it was only the second Sunday that I haven't wasn't present at mm-hmm. all. I had a. Uh, you know, early on, I did a wedding uh, for my nephew up in Buffalo. So I missed that Sunday. Joel Hunter preached. Yes. You know, so yeah, and Joel that was Hunter. like the third week. Uh, yeah, it, it was show. a little bit more than that, but it was it was early on for sure. So tough being away. Uh, you guys did a fantastic mm-hmm. job. Our, our our streaming was a little, we've had a couple issues the last couple of weeks. But, you know, Charlie and I uh, put together this sermon series, just where we are with King's Chapel and trying to say, hey, first of all, let's stress the fact that we are family and not just any family. We're the family of God. I mean, stop what you're doing right now and just realize that wherever you are, just realize you are loved and that God has set a love on you and he has done everything that was legally required for him to bring you into the family in Christ Jesus. And so what incredible joy is that, right? But when we put together this sermon series, it was a thought of, how do we bring health to our, our church? You know, what, what really looking into God's word needs to be stressed? And when you realize we're a family, we're a family that worships. We, uh, we, we gather to worship and we scatter to worship. And that, you know, worship isn't just this hour and 15 minutes on a Sunday morning. Our, our entire life should be a living sacrifice mm-hmm. of worship. And, or uh, even just like the, the singing portion of that service. Yeah. That hour I, I loved his story about being a new Christian and feeling like, what, what is this singing part? Mm-hmm. You know, this is a kind of an odd thing. But, you know, what we are uh, to worship in Christ Jesus and, and what does that look like? So, which is really good. And I know one of the parts you enjoyed about that was we he went through um, our, our order of worship mm-hmm. and kind of described, you know, what it was that we were doing. Do you, yeah. you want to jump in on that or you want me to keep going? Yeah, no, because we, we always do it internally in the sound booth and everything else of like what's happening next, what slides are next, who, sure. what mics need to be muted. So right. we've always kind of had it inside a look of call to worship, assurance, confession, and everything like that. But for him to actually go through and explain like what is the call to worship, why is that first, and what, what we're supposed to be doing in that moment. Right. I think overarching, if, if we can understand, and not just King's Chapel, but I think any real evangelical church striving to be biblically sound, it's our worship service, first and foremost, has to follow what the Bible tells us to do. And I think we might have mentioned over the years, this regulative principle is kind of what theologians would say is that man can't invent a way to worship God. God mm-hmm. is the one who reveals to us how he is to be known, loved, and worshipped. Mm-hmm. And made in his image, he's made us worshipers. But a, a good uh, a good worship service is a retelling of the gospel. 
Mm-hmm. It is. It is kind of the. It's the. Uh, it's the meta narrative. It's a big story. The grand narrative in a small microcosm form. Mm-hmm. And so, when you think of worship, it begins with God. It, mm-hmm. it begins with God's initiation and a call to worship. Remember, isn't so much our calling. Uh, each other to worship, although that's part of it. It's really that God is calling us to worship and Mm -hmm. typically out of the Psalms or somewhere where he's told us to come. I mean, how gracious of coming into his presence. And as we come into his presence, we want to sing his praises and be Mm -hmm. filled with thanksgiving. But entering in a holy God's presence, you realize, uh uh-oh, I'm sinful. I mean, one one of the most beautiful passages of scripture is Isaiah 6. In Isaiah 6, the prophet Isaiah is ushered into the throne room of God, and he hears and sees the worship that's taking place, Brooks, right now, uh, up in, in glory. And it's an incessant singing of holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, and who was and is and is to come. And holy, holy, holy is this God. And when uh, Isaiah got a glimpse into the worship, this heavenly worship, his first response was, oh, crud. You know, mm-hmm. oh cuss word. Mm-hmm. Um, I am I am a defiled man. You know, I'm a man of unclean lips. Is mm-hmm. the way he says it. I live among a people of unclean lips. So, right, seeing God and, and entering into His presence, uh, seeing His holiness, there should be a reaction of where our sinfulness mm-hmm. and a confession of that. So, we think of the gospel. You, you're entering into a relationship with God, initiating is you got to confess your sins and, mm-hmm. and your brokenness and. Um, as soon as we have the confession of our sins, um, you, you got to go. You got to run quickly to the assurance of pardon that mm-hmm. that our God is a God who forgives, and our God and in Christ Jesus, He not only has the desire to it, but because of what Christ has done. Now watch this, Brooks. You know He has the cause. Uh, he can He can rightfully forgive us and maintain His justice, mm-hmm. maintain His mercy. And that's the assurance of pardon. So. Yeah, especially in those first three and the kind of in the beginning of the service. And usually it's when people are still trickling in and everything with the call to worship, confession and assurance. You know, being in the sound booth and what I'm usually doing is changing the slide. So I'm tracking sure. like what's being sure. read, what's being sung, everything like that. Yeah. So I get an inside look of actually like intently reading everything. Because nice. typically growing up, like I maybe tune out during that part. Sure. You're like trying to get to yeah. the sermon. And then you can leave, but it's like that first part. There's some powerful stuff. And there's even some really in, good stuff. Even even reading like the lyrics of songs is amazing. Yeah. Well, Brooks, knowing your tradition and knowing the fact that you were a part of a church that I pastored, uh, we didn't consistently have that confession or assurance. Mm-hmm. So King's Chapel has tried to bring those what they call liturgical elements in to kind of help framework and tell the gospel. So, and I love what Charlie said. You know. When Charlie came on board, he was fresh eyes to us, and he he saw us do the confession assurance and kind of rightfully said, you know, hey, there might need to be a little contextualization with that. It's like every week we just stand up and somebody mm-hmm. says, now here's our confession, and someone says, here's the assurance. Um, and it's, again, it's assurance of pardon. Mm-hmm. We just call it the assurance. Uh, so, you know, right after that confession, you want to run there, but... Um, it was helpful for us to say, are we telling people this is what we're doing? You mm-hmm. know, uh, I, I read an article this morning that was talking about um, how to embrace uh, church visitors and church guests. And, you know, most of us who grew up in the church, it, it, it feels normal going into a church. But for those who, who are, are coming for the first time, mm-hmm. 
I mean, they're stepping into a, a foreign field, you know? I mean, that's an away game. They're like, what's going on here? And so I think it's really helpful for us to describe and, and explain why. And mm-hmm. I think Charlie did a good job bringing that to bear. And so... And even with the worship and singing part of the service, like, that mm-hmm. that could be new to someone and, like, a new Christian like Charlie was saying. Because anytime you listen to music, typically, you know, just living life, it's you know, live music, whether it's a concert or someone performing at a restaurant or something like that. So never or is it like a Sunday morning and people are kind of singing together, worshiping together. It can definitely be different. It can be very different. I, I, uh, I'm going to botch this completely, but you're a C.S. Lewis fan. He talked about looking around at, at church worship and saying it's, it's like third rate songs being sung by terrible singers, you know. <laughs> it's just like, how does this work? But it's because it's not... It's not the quality of the song or even the the quality of the voice. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's the heartfelt response. It's the uh, it's the voices joining together and singing that. And I loved it because Lewis was, and I don't remember which book this was out of, but he was just talking about uh, the power in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, that's pretty cool. Getting corporate worship, even now. my offbeat clapping and terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. E- exactly. I, I can't. I can't do them both at the same time. I can't uh, clap and sing. <laughs> I, I start clapping like beginning of the song, yeah, and yeah. then I start singing. My hands just stay it's, together. It's hilarious. <laughs> There's a lot I want to say. That can you like pat your head and rub your? I can do that. It's, it's the, it's the uh, talking and clapping. And it's the staying on beat part. Of well, I, I know you've had a hard time chewing gum and, and, yeah, and walking. Exactly. And yeah, I'll trip over my shoelaces. <laughs> whole thing. That's not true. So so anyway, we try to really frame the gospel story the good news of God initiating with us and then even with the sending I mean after after feeding on God's word and and uh, you know having a time of prayer a pastoral prayer I mean that's all trying to uh, engage the gospel and then you know the end is the blessing of being sent out uh, being blessed in his name to go be his ambassador so mm-hmm. I know well, we, the part we kind of skipped over and I know you're going to preach on it at some point during the sermon series but the mm. giving portion it's yeah. you know realizing what that's for it's not just a 10% that you have taken out of your paycheck like yeah. it's your IRA or something like that it's <laughs> yeah, like right. it's, it's to grow the church and you know it's not to try to earn God's love or try to get something from God it's in response and so you're you're 100 right i mean that giving piece it's kind of like how do you do that in a, in a modern contextualization in a way that's just not awkward you know mm-hmm. and so that's that's uh that's difficult but um but if it's a part of worship if hey we want to tangibly say to god we love you and mm-hmm. we trust you and we acknowledge you gave it to us uh and even so it's like you know gosh do you pass out the uh, the baskets, do you have it in the back? And and nowadays, I mean, golly, you can do it with Venmo or mm-hmm. electronically. But I do think there's something about corporate worship and having a part of of having um, a wor- an offering, a part of worship is, it's beautiful. It's kind of saying, hey, God, we want to give back what you've given to us. Like even more so than the singing and musical portion, like that for new Christians or oh, people yeah. that you just take to church. Yeah, these people are like, whacked. They're asking for money. Like, <laughs> yeah, what is What's going wrong on? with these people? I know. What in the world? <laughs> And, you know, as a pastor, you're sensitive to that. And you always want to say, hey, if you're a guest, you know, always want to say you should often say if you're a guest, just, you know, don't feel there's any obligation. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of a response for those who believe. But it's good. Good good call on that. Yeah. I think we did a good job breaking it down. Charlie did a great job. He gets an A plus from me. You know, uh, I would give him a solid. uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, A plus as well. And it was. It was not only great hearing God's word uh, preached, but it was a joy for me to know that I could 
be gone on a Sunday and uh, that King's Chapel can flourish and, you mm -hmm. know, God's people be fed. And uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Mm -hmm. We got to tweet the streaming. For those of you who are listening that are getting a little frustrated with the, the streaming, we're, we really are. Um, we want to blame the company that we, uh, uh, <laughs> we won't uh, go through. Uh, we won't name names like SermonNet. That wouldn't be uh, <laughs> fair, but that's really where we feel like we're breaking down. But anyway, and by the way, you know, what I hope to say is I'm, I'm going to come back to that giving part in two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, we got Charlie back on the mound this week. I'm, I'm really, really excited about this. This is going to be, hey, uh, uh, we are family and, uh, and we, we not only worship together, we serve together. And this is going to be a very important part of God is gifted, not just some in the church. He's gifted the church. If you have the Holy Spirit, you got gifts of the Spirit. And you got gifts for God's glory and for the good of our neighbor. And so, you know, we're, we're working hard to try to figure that out. Um, great uh, ministry coordinator, Amy Millette, another shout out to her, is that, uh, you know, she's working hard with our church center and uh, with our, our weekly newsletter and just trying to continually contact people. Hey, where's your gifting and how are you being, uh, where are you fitting into the body of Christ? And even coming up, we're going to start implementing a spiritual gift test to the church, which I'm, I'm glad really you brought it excited. up. I wasn't sure if you were going to say it or not. Yeah, and so I got it. And so, you know, it's going to be uh, it's going to be kind of a it's uh, all hands on deck kind of thing. We want everybody that's a member or who wants to go through this process to to find out, hey, how has God gifted me, and how do I fit in? So, as a church, what we feel like our responsibility is to help people see their gifting and then provide avenues to be plugged in. And so. Uh, I'm excited about what we got coming up, and this Sunday should be a, a great intro to that. Kind of like a Myers-Briggs, but for spiritual gifts. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that. We're going to actually do it. It's going to be part of it. It'll be a little Myers-Briggs. I'm kind of a big Enneagram guy mm -hmm. right now. and uh, More of a strengths finder guy myself. Uh, oh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> I'm woo. And so, uh, anyway, yeah, so that that's that's that. Um, and, of course, we know it's tonight. Of course, the bolts. We didn't even start that way, you know. We didn't start. We jumped right in. So uh, <laughs> we just jumped right in. It's good, good, good for us. Hopefully, they can bounce back after a rough game. Mm -hmm. And then this Sunday, we have Mother's Day coming up as well. Man, one of uh, the greatest days of ever uh, is Mother's Day. Uh, my mother is with Jesus, and uh, um, Katie's mom is with us, but uh, sadly in a memory care. But you know, Mother's Day, what, what a joy to celebrate mom, to celebrate life. And uh, yet at the same time, you know that for many, it's a hard Sunday. And so we're going to celebrate Jesus and we're going to try to love on our moms. But we also want to make sure those who maybe lost their mom or those who maybe didn't have what they hoped in a mom or those who have yet to become moms and want to be, um, there's grace uh, and love of Christ for all of us. So that, that'll be great uh, this week. So Absolutely. looking forward to it. Absolutely. Yeah. And some exciting things. The following week, we got a baptism coming up. And uh, we're going to have a, uh, our KC family luncheon is going to come back on the 15th. Uh, somebody gave us uh, some money for Christner Steakhouse. And so we're going to get some of Christner Steak. But we're actually Olive Garden. Is that, That's where we're, we're mm -hmm. thinking that's going to be. We're, keep, eat? we're keeping it fresh between Hugh Magoo's, Olive Garden, Public yeah. Subs. You don't know what's coming. You know, we're going to have an eating contest. Who can eat the most breadsticks? Uh, uh, <laughs> that'll be fun. So, <laughs> yeah, be it'll, fun. it'll be great. So that's what's happened at King's Chapel, bro. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. And remember, worship isn't just what happens on a Sunday morning. I mean, may we lean into, may our lives be a response, a living testimony to what God has done. Amen. 
Amen, brother. See you guys Sunday. All right, blessing. Thanks, Brooksy.